girl. Yes, do it. Pop them ass cheeks. I love porn. I was invited. I was invited. Absolutely, bitch. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Not a fan. I'd rather go eat. Okay, I don't need it. I would like it, though. Never. Ever. Yay! <laughs> but you know, yes, kink is relative. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, when people like say something freaky, what the hell's freaky to you? I don't know you. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. Uh, somebody also said that gay black men tend to have more tame sex, and I was like, it's That's probably right. black people in general. Um, A lot of black people are conservatives. Yes. Like when it comes to that, because I'm just like. I don't know. Sometimes I say things and people are just like, oh, my, you you a little you're a little freaky, too freaky for me. And then for other people, you know, it turns them on and just really? like, uh, yeah, what's freaky? <clears throat> uh, well, like the whole bondage thing. That's then, freaky. Apparently, oh. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you I, mentioned, but you know, black people <clears throat> also have a also have a different kind of like thought process when it comes to bondage, mm. because, you know chattel slavery <laughs> true so when it's like the idea of you want to be you want to be tied up right as a black person right this is why I'm you like, enjoy it yeah <laughs> yeah this is why like i would have issues trying to do like i don't think i mind bondage and snm i think but it would be like black person yeah because getting it from a white person you uh, just feel would, all types of yeah yeah that the, the yeah, that whole thing would just not play well in my head. So that's mm, yeah. That's I had that happened. conversation with one person who I was kind of like, just you know, generally talking with, and I was like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it because not little choky chokies, maybe. But again, getting me in bed with a white person is going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> just in general, like it's, yeah. <laughs> mm, uh, uh-huh. you got to be real special. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's just, yeah, I guess. I don't know. But then again, like you said, what is freaky and what's kinky and what's like, what is that what's to nasty you? What's nasty? Is it different to everybody? Because I think the the freaky side gets, when I think something's freaky, I think it's something that I wouldn't get into. And I kind of get into a lot. Well, uh, not a lot. I don't, I, I get into a lot compared to other people. And then I don't get into enough compared to, some other people. So you I guess I'm a happy some, medium. You you confuse me. <laughs> I'm a happy medium, I guess. I don't know. Um but like like piss play and stuff like that. Like I feel like that's freaky. And I wouldn't probably never do that. I wouldn't okay. So I don't consider it freaky. It's just not something I necessarily enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I I don't wanna be peed on. <laughs> It's just not, I don't want to, I don't want to, it makes me feel dirty and I don't like being dirty. Right. See, go ahead. But I mean, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. Right. And so like other things that I'm into that other people would consider freaky, I don't consider that freaky. Like, and I guess it's because, yeah. Again, everything is relative. So, you know, people are like, well, that's just because you don't get into it don't mean that it's wrong. Right. But that's again, how people think because- the conservative, the conservatism, is that 
I don't do it, so you shouldn't do it. If I'm uncomfortable, you should be uncomfortable too. And it's like, girl, no, not everybody not, is you. Like, that's not how the world works. <laughs> you know, just because I like a finger up my butt doesn't mean that, um, you know, I'm trying to destroy your life. Girl, it's just a finger in the butt. <laughs> it's just a finger in the butt, girl. That's all it is. <laughs> it's, it's another hole that you can play with and mm-hmm. you know, we can go from there. Sorry if you get a little, no, no, I'm just messing. <laughs> I mean, sorry, you feel away, girl. You know. Uh, all right, you want to do the introduction? Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the second week of 2021. We? Are we supposed to be dating ourselves? We don't care. Are we dating ourselves? We don't care. You know no. what? We don't care. We here. There are dates on. The, there, I mean, there are dates on the podcast. Yeah. Oh my god. And <sighs> what? Podomatic changed the way that the the show posts. So like on. Spotify, mm-hmm. the episode is listed twice now. For some, like the episode uh, number is listed twice. I have no idea. It's just weird. Means. I just, I mean, I haven't changed it, but. So we going to talk about switching. <laughs> is that what we're going to do? Uh, anywho. Because um, you're a Christian. Okay. <laughs> or so no, what, what is it? <laughs> welcome to another episode of Mixed Reactions because I'm mixed and he's Malcolm. And I'm black and he's Christian. Yeah, we didn't Jesus even get to that Christ. part. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so we're going to do uh, what's some things. Yeah. Contact information. Yay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if you want to talk to the show, uh, you can email us at themixedreactions at gmail.com where you can send show topics, questions, concerns, stories, Nudes. Rants, raids, nudes, <laughs> nudes. Um, food, you know, food is fun too. Ooh, ooh, y'all want to order me some Uber Eats? We can give you, uh, no, we can give y'all it, a public no. address, and I'll pick it Girl, up. From bye. There. <laughs> Girl, boom. Um, okay, so if you want to, the show on Twitter is mixd underscore on the Twitters. Mixd underscore reactions. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah mixd underscore. Did you even list the email? Well, yes. Oh, okay. At the mixed reactions at gmail.com. Okay. That's what I said first, ho. Oh, okay. Ramp ass bitch. <laughs> um, and then the Instagram is mixed reactions podcast. Yes. Um, Talk to can, us. Jesus. Shut up. <laughs> the, um, Malcolm is on all the socials at Darnell's Journey with two L's. Yes. Two R's? No. One R. One R, one N, two L's. Okay. <laughs> you know I don't. Know, you know what? In my head, I kept spelling Darrell, and I was like, "That's not right." <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what's so funny? My dad to this day calls me Donnell whenever he like says my middle name. I'm really? like, "Dad, that's not my middle name. It's not Donnell. It's Darnell." <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> it used to bother me so much, like when I was young. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "That's not my name. I don't know who you calling. That ain't me." Oh, you know, it'd be funny. My dad, um, whatever my brothers that I were at the same place, he would call us by each other's names. Like, you know, who are you talking to? Because the three of us are here. Right. And you were called Christian, but look at it. Looking at <laughs> Who are you talking to? Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, but anywho. Um, yeah, that's always fun. Parents are goofy. Yeah. Um, and then you can find Christian at Boy 24 I feel like I should change it to something else. But also, no. I'm going to say, you don't use your page that much to be like... 
I posted a picture this year. I, <laughs> this year? It'll be, and then the next one will come in like March. So I meant to post another one. I think I'm going to do it at, um, what's the time? Four, when I get back online. I didn't even see your picture. And what's Instagram is so weird because Instagram only shows you posts of who you interact with the most. So mm, like, it shows me everybody, but well, you don't interact with too many people, probably. Do yeah, I do. Oh. I see everybody's posts, but it just takes forever to. Um, mm, I don't know. I see everybody's. I think oh, Cause I, well, because you know, I like every picture. Yeah, that it, almost everybody posts. Yeah, I'm just that weirdo that likes everything. <laughs> Somebody I'm, got mad at me for that. What for liking everything? Yeah, because they're like, "Why do you like every picture?" And I'm like, "Cause they posted it." Be like, is there another reason why I am I not supposed to like their pictures? Isn't that what the whole point of the that, Facebook? Yeah, is? I was gonna say that's the point of uh, of the of the, the Instagram. Like, that's literally all you can do is like and comment. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've gotten to the point where I will see somebody post mm-hmm. that I haven't seen post in a while, and I guess they just hit like I got I hit a lull in my stream, so like it just pops up, and then I'll go to their profile just to be like, oh, I haven't seen them in a while. I wonder what they're up to. And they've been posting pictures this whole time, but Instagram just won't show me their their profile. Yeah, I don't like the. Um, I really wish they'd uh, give up this interface bullshit. I was like, I don't need you to curate what I'm looking right. at. Just I know what the fuck I want to see. Right. That's why I followed them in the first place. Just give me a timeline. Just or at least the option to show either timeline or curated, not like just do it. I don't for need you, you to. Dumb. I don't need. I don't want. <clears throat> my other thing is like I don't want to see shit out of order. Right. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to because I'll miss shit, and I'm like, but why wasn't I shown this? Right, like I was online three hours ago when this was posted, but I didn't see. Or it's like shit from 13 hours ago. I'm like, why right. didn't <laughs> I, don't I was to... just on Instagram six hours ago? <laughs> why the fuck didn't you just show me that shit then? And then Facebook and Instagram get to this point where they're showing you things from four days ago that you. It's like, girl, I don't want to see that. Right. I'm like, I is, this ha- is this happening again? What's happening? What's going on? And then I read and see that it's an old post. And I'm like, oh. But why do I need why? to see yeah, this? It's dumb. And I don't know. Like, and, and a lot of the shit is Facebook false. Like, I don't want to see shit from three days ago. Yep. I don't want to interact with things that happened three days ago. Right. I had when you left my timeline alone, I wasn't missing shit. Right. I mean, if I did miss it, I'd just click on their thing and go back and look at it. But yep. I don't need to see, I don't need you to tell me what I should be looking at. Right. And then you out here looking like a creeper because you commenting on an old post because you didn't realize it was an old post. <laughs> it's dumb. Although, again, that's that's one of them arbitrary rules that have just come up out of nowhere. You can't post on shit from three days ago. You look weird. And like, uh, <laughs> this is when I saw it, honey. I don't know. Like, or I liking pic- to- old pictures. Bitch, what yeah. the fuck you want me to do? <laughs> you don't have no new ones to look at, bitch. It makes me feel uh, a little good, though, for somebody to like, like something that's old, like on Instagram, because I'm like, ooh, you checking me out. Okay. And then they unlike it really, really quick because they feel like <laughs> I haven't seen the notification. Oh, ground. But it's too late. I already seen it. I know you creeping, girl, and it's fine. Just say hey. I don't really. I feel like I, I feel like all of my pictures from last year got less likes than the old ones because <laughs> I barely post. You need to post those traps. <sighs> you know, I might do it. Ain't nothing stopping you. There is really nothing <clears throat> stopping me. 
other than being a lazy bitch. I guess that was a rant for today. Is it? No. <laughs> oh, no, my, I didn't really have a rant. Oh, yeah, we do start off like that now. I forgot. If you want. Um. Oh, so I'm going to start with the rave because, you know, why not be positive in 2021? Um, Jasmine Sullivan released her EP. Yeah. It's not an album. Yes. Um, and it's beautiful. It's so good. It I, is so good. Um, I need to listen to it again, but that song with Ari, oh my God. I, you know what? As soon as I heard that song, I thought of you. <laughs> I was just like, this is a Malcolm song if I've never heard one in all my life. And then what's the, is that the, no, I've only, li- <clears throat> excuse me. Why what does this happen when I today? start recording? Huh? What are you going through today? I don't know. Sandy pants? <laughs> I mean, it, I, well, I did brush my teeth though after this, huh? What? Say what? Say what? Oh no! What? I'm so, now I'm even more confused, honey. What? <laughs> um, it was the one, the one where she was like worshiping the dick. That was a good song too. Which one is that one? I can't remember. Anyway, very, very good album. Somebody said she was giving men too much credit, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess. Let her do what she wants. I really so she, she she has mentioned in in articles that this the this um, collection of songs is about capitalism and sexuality. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that you know sex you know, celebrating both, and then people use I mean people use sexuality to get. Lots of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had that one woman talking about, you know, women look down upon you if you say you tricking or whatever, but you tricked. If you knew you wanted to get something fancy or whatever, you knew you slept with him to say, hey, baby, to mm-hmm. soften the blow of getting whatever the hell you wanted. So yep. don't look down upon nobody just because you um, you hoeing in a different way. Right. But that conversation has been talked about for decades, years and shit. You know, people want to condemn you for... The way that you have sex. And it's like, that's... No. You know, get over it. Right. So mind your business. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just mad. You're not getting the dick that I'm getting. And don't let it be good dick, because then I'm going to definitely walk around and uh, <laughs> act like my shit don't stink. You know what? <laughs> I... Because like, I know I'm getting good dick, and I know you ain't getting no dick at all. You know how that's going to make me feel? So good. No, I'm just messing. I don't even care. My th- okay, so I I have never I have never experienced this whole digmatized thing. Mm-hmm. And somebody I had talked to was like, one of the reasons I had never wanted to, you know, do nothing with you is because the way you used to talk about sex is like you never enjoyed it. It was just like you were kind of just there. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I guess sometimes. <laughs> Just I mean, I do for it enjoy to be over. sex, but it's just like sometimes it's just like the people you fucking is just like, mm, okay, this is just an experience. Yeah. I'm probably bad about that. I've, I can't. I've never had consistent dick outside of my boyfriends in the past. I've never had a boyfriend, so <laughs> there's been no consistent dick. It makes me a little sad sometimes. <laughs> but then you have to deal with somebody every day, and I know sometimes you probably wouldn't want to do that. I don't mind that. If, it's, <laughs> if I like you, I don't. You know, I put up with a lot of shit if I like you, right? I mean, but I guess that's the same thing when you, you know, when you get good dick. This, I'm just gonna deal with you because because you, you know, got the good dick, and I, you know, sex is fun. 
<laughs> so I'm just going to put up with the bullshit today because sex is fun. Sex is a burden sometimes, though, too. It is. It's just... <laughs> I mean, you do it for pleasure, but fuck, it's such a pain in the ass. Right. Literally. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> and then um, I want to, I guess, yeah, yeah, we can write about this um, this bullshit that happened in DC. I know I don't, actually, I don't want to talk about it because I'm just so drained. I'm so tired. Yeah, I don't, I mean, you know, y'all saw the news, so. Um, I'm tired of the back and forth. I'm tired of white people. I'm tired, I just, I'm exhausted by y'all. I just don't understand. Y'all are tiring. Yeah, I just don't get why, um, and you know why it's, y'all are so terrible. And you know what's going to happen, like, even after seeing all this and seeing, like, what happened and all that good stuff, they're going to go back to just ignoring everything that's going on, like, and then, and that's the, and you then, know, I'll go ahead. So I was about saying, then it's going to happen again, and then they're going to be like, "Oh my god, oh my lord, I didn't realize anything like this could ever happen." Um, like, bitch, what? We I have think many examples. My biggest frustration, I think, is the lack of movement from Congress. Right. Um, Nothing. It's just like, uh, okay, you, you want to impeach him if he doesn't resign? Got it. Cool. He should. Um, but where is the Where's the move? It it's so the Democrats not moving fast enough is stressful. Yes, mm-hmm. um, but it's also like the Republicans saw this and they're still arguing against reality. Right, and it's just so baffling. Like, how do you you know what you saw and you know what you did, and they're but still, you're still mm-hmm. you incited this violence, yep. but you're still blaming other organizations when they clearly said this is us this is who we represent Mm -hmm. we came here because trump sent us yep trump asked us to come here and told us to basically jump down y'all's throat and stop this and you but like people what's that bastard's name oh oh yeah that motherfucker he should he should definitely be Fired. What is it? Um, All of these. So Ted Cruz whatever. needs to be removed from office. Yes, because you incited an insurrection and committed treason. Mm-hmm. You should be gotten rid of. And then he had the, the nerve to be like, "Our hearts go out to the officer." Fuck you! Oh, I'm like, so bitch. Much. This is your fault. You, you did have this. No, you have you spineless sack of shit. Have no legs to stand on because you. Do not care about anybody but yourself. No. Nope. When somebody attacked your wife, the mother of your children, the person you supposedly love, you did what? Went and stood behind him, beside <laughs> oh, him. Dumbass. <laughs> He's so dumb. He's such a piece of shit. For, for no a... reason. For no reason. What 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 was he going to get out of? What was any of those Republicans going to get out of f- 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 uh, falling behind Trump? Like I don't understand why everybody all of a sudden just thought. He was this greatest guy ever in life. Like, what what happened? What because do you do? They promise want the, they want power. They're they're bitches who can't stand on their own two feet. So they need to cling on to whomever has power. Oh, because they they know that without because they're not strong enough to stand on their own. That's all that is. It's just I don't. You know that your you know your arguments in in most things are worthless. That's why you follow behind the Republican Party, because you don't have opinions of your own 
to stand on. Yep. And the fact that they continue to oppose those states after um, all of that shit happened and didn't come to like their little conclusion until what, two o'clock in the morning just makes even less sense. Like you are still feeding into this bullshit rhetoric that Trump has forced you to believe in, even though he ain't forced nobody to do shit. You bitches did that because you are too weak to have your own stance. You knew what the fuck he was doing was wrong the whole time he's fucking doing. That's why you argued against it. Bitches like Lindsey Graham argued against him when he first started running, but as soon as they figured out he was going to be in power, oh, oh, change the tune real quick. Everything that he does, we talk about I prayed for Joe Biden not to win the election. Why? Because you know that Trump was your ticket to power. Mm-hmm. When Biden is in power, people know that you're full of shit. Because you're too fucking wishy-washy to have any of your own goddamn opinions. And you know what? What worries me about it is that it shows how easily people can be convinced of of like their reality. I guess even though they're living, they're living in this fake reality of their rights being taken away or they their lives being changed and all this good stuff. Like it just makes it that much more clear. But I don't think anybody's going to fix it. I don't think anybody's going to actually because nobody's standing up against Trump on that side. They're they're not taking ownership of he's incited this type of behavior since the beginning. They're not you know, they're just not doing enough action wise to say, hey, this is not what we're here. like. We're not going to fucking deal with this shit. Like end it now. You know, the and Democrats that's are not moving either. It's like. You should already have had um, articles of impeachment drawn up. Like, we like knew the, who the fuck day. he was. Yep. Uh, Elon Omar said that she had... Is it Elon, right? I yeah. think that's how she... She, um, she had drafted articles of impeachment, but where have they been presented yet? Like, this is... No, nowhere. Nothing. Ain't, ain't, ain't nobody. You know, seen. and I've heard multiple arguments against the idea that America wants to go back to normal. There is no normal. There isn't no normal. Cause, um, well, the normal that America was was what what <laughs> these prompted crazy this bullshit. Are, yeah. But the thing is, even none of this is normal. None of this should be normal to anybody. The fact that what we were dealing with before Trump took office should not have been normal to anybody. Mm-hmm. The fact that we have continuously empowered billionaires is fucking ridiculous. And that's who run the country. That's exactly who run the country. Though, you know, the government does not serve the people. They serve individuals. And that is dangerous Mm -hmm. to whatever you people think the democracy is. That is dangerous. They know it, though, but they're comfortable. So, you know, they don't want to change anything about it because, you know, the people are in power are the people. The people who can change things are the people in power who are the people who are benefiting from the bullshit that's going on in the government. I, so. Somebody uh, somebody I know on Facebook was like, I don't believe in term limits. We should be able to... Bitch. We, the term limit is the fact that we can vote you out. And my argument is that I can't vote for Mitch McConnell. I can't vote his punk ass out because I don't live in Kentucky. Right. I can't vote out Matt Gates. I can't vote out Ted Cruz. I can't do that. Nope. Sure can't. So when you all want to talk about, well, we need to get together and, and you know, the, we can vote them out. No, these bitches need to have a reason to leave. And having a uh, 
not having a term limit allows them to continue to just do nothing Recap because <laughs> once you become an incumbent, it is really hard to get rid of you. Yep. Because people are like, oh, he's when they see that incumbent, oh, you've already earned the spot. You just get to keep it. Yep. And that's dangerous. Yep. And saying, oh, well, you know, voting them out as a term limit. No. When people are disenfranchised from voting, they can't just vote them out. Right. There isn't anything there, you know, there isn't anything there for them to be able to vote out. It's, it's dumb. It's not it's not so fucking cut and dry and that, that argument is stupid to me. Yes, we need to have better um we need to have better leadership in the Democratic Party to go after these votes because a lot of if they felt like people cared, they would vote Democrat. A lot of the you know, a lot of the the things that they're voting for are often the same thing. Democrats are Republican lights. Yeah, they're, they're same there's thing. not really a huge different uh, difference. I really, you know, it's it's hard to to understand like what their their strain and struggle is in life about. Oh, I don't want abortion. You don't have to have one. You don't exactly. It don't. It don't mind. It don't. A lot of the things that you were upset about don't don't even involve you. You know, it's the right to do it. If you don't want to, you are not forced to. Right. They're not taking anything away from you by not allowing you, or by allowing other people to do things that you don't want to do. And that's the thing that I, that's what a lot of the problems come up on that side. It's like. We want to control every aspect of how you live your life. But also at the same time, they want to say, we don't want the government controlling us how we live our life. And it's just like, OK, you got to pick you got to pick one belief system, girl, because you, you're trying to tell everybody they can't have this done. They can't get you know, health care. Well, my morals are better than yours. I can tell you what you can do, but don't tell me what I can't do. Right. Like it's, it the, don't the make, fact make that it make can't sense. see that is confusing. <laughs> Make it make sense, girl. They can't. <laughs> I'm just because they've been brainwashed. Stupid. He's stupid. He's stupid motherfuckers. He's stupid. Oh man. I don't have a rant. I have a rave, but it's a short rave. That's fun. You know. It's our show we do what we want to. My rave is that I got a desk finally. <laughs> Ten months in into office? a pandemic. I mean you're in, in your my apartment. Apartment. That's yeah. cute. And it's not it's a raising desk too, girl. So oh. my company, they um they are reimbursing us up to like two hundred and fifty dollars for office stuff since we had to work from home. And it ended in November, but they restarted it. And I was what like do you mean? So they ended the program was only oh. for us to order something between the summer up until November. Mm-hmm. And I didn't order anything because I was just like, uh, I don't need anything. I don't have the space for it. Um, but then they started it again January first, and I was like, oh, maybe I do need something. So I got a desk at the at the actual reimbursement point. Um, and then I threw away my bookcase because it was just sitting there doing nothing. So I'm mm-hmm. happy that I got rid of that big ass huge bookcase that wasn't doing anything, and I have a desk now that actually looks a little bit nicer because I can put plants on it and they can still get sunlight. Oh. My God! <laughs> but the desk is actually full because I did have like little knickknacks and stuff. <laughs> but I do. I am missing a spot for uh, my Brazil philodendron and my pothos. I have nowhere to put those, so we're gonna buy a plant stand at some point today. I'm sure. Mm. You wanna go to IKEA? <laughs> we can go to IKEA today. I ain't got shit else to do, girl. I'm, and I need some steps. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, but yeah, no, no rant today other than what I already said. Yeah, at the we, beginning of the show. we're tired. We're tired. Like it's, <laughs> I've not slept well all week. Aww. Um, it's just like I'm exhausted. Work has just been getting on my nerves because they're just dumb. <laughs> and it's just, it's the beginning of the year. I don't understand why people want to be so stupid, terrible, and it's the beginning of the year. Why are y'all this amped up? It's only the seventh day or tenth day of the year, and y'all are amped. Oh no, this is just because it like at work it's just like do y'all not see an issue with the fact that nobody has a clear idea of exactly what they're supposed to be doing? Oh yeah, this is that constant struggle y'all be having all the time. Yes. <laughs> Maybe just you just like, need to say it louder. <laughs> I'm tired of saying it. That's what's the pro- what the problem is. Like I am exhausted at this point of talking about it because it's like why are y'all so dumb? <laughs> like, how are you this stupid? Uh, I Honestly, I don't think people are as stupid as they make themselves really seem. Are. I think they just ignore everything. Like, they just they say, we don't want to deal with it. So we just let it But it's fall. like, if you knew what your job is, if you knew exactly what you were doing, do you not think this would all, like, you would have answers for these questions when we ask you legitimate uh logic questions mm-hmm. <laughs> like where's your source where's your source list mm-hmm. of the systems that you own so that we know how to verify what you have in in the systems that we're using to track oh I, they don't ever answer and it's like okay so how do we know that we're doing the right thing if we don't have anything to verify from I'm sorry, my headset went out. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't look, I don't know that struggle, girl. Um it's just like I don't understand how you bitches are so goddamn dumb. I honestly it just feels like they just don't want to address it at all in any way in the first place. Then we had oh, we had a meeting with somebody else from like another organization about how they organize their portfolio and shit. And I'm like all the things that I've been telling you for the last um Six months since I've been here mm-hmm. is everything that that bitch said. <laughs> she didn't say anything new that I haven't already said that we needed uh, yeah. to do. <laughs> that, I guess they don't they don't like you. I guess, huh? Um, <laughs> it's because I'm a contractor or whatever. But I was like, I've been telling y'all this is what the fuck y'all need to do, and nobody. What bothers me the most is that nobody has any answers mm-hmm. to basic f- bitch questions. Like we should already know the answers to these things. Like this, it's, but, it doesn't, you know, the it doesn't require that much. But what pisses me, the government always has a fucking attitude of, "Well, you're not doing this." Well, I asked you, <laughs> what exactly did you want? Like, what specifically is your plan? Right. Oh, but I just want this done. For what? For what? Reason? Why? Why do we need it done <laughs> right now? Like, what? It clearly, if it's important, there's some type of. Uh, justification of why you need this done right now so you should you should always you should already have that if it's important this is what i don't like about my job because people ask and rush to get things fixed Mm -hmm. and be like we need this right now Mm -hmm. okay tell me why you need it right now we just need it it's important for what okay if it's important you should be able to tell me why you need it Mm -hmm. if it's not important then no (laughs) no like if you can't tell me why you need it i'm not no 
I'm not going to go here and then get yelled at by somebody else because I'm the one who pushed this through. And they're like, why is this needed right now? Because, girl, yeah. if, if it's something like you can't print a, a page or something and there's a workaround for it, use the workaround. You ain't down, girl. And it ain't messing. It ain't messing up no data. Ain't nobody lives at stake. You ain't production down, girl. Don't even come over with no damn request for no fucking fixes. Get out my face. People are just like, oh, I just want it done. For okay. why? You can wait for it. <laughs> wait for it, or tell me why you need it done. That's it. Should and they act like that's the hardest thing to do. Wait. Either wait or tell you why they need it before waiting. Like, mm. just, just, t- girl, if you can't, yeah, you need a new penis because you can't pee. Okay, boom, <laughs> there you go. Just tell me, why do you need a, a new penis? Because I can't pee. I need to be able to urinate so I don't, you know, get septic or whatever because I have urine in my body. So, yes, please give me a penis. You know, that's mm. all That's all we're asking for. Just give us a reason. But if you say, hey, I need a penis and we ask why, and they're like, because... Okay, girl, you ain't getting no penis today. <laughs> but I want it. Bitch, that's not an ant. That's What's not your an point? Like, girl, why? You you might already have a penis that works just fine. Why are you trying <laughs> to get another one? It's the entitlement that just, just like, oh, because I want it. That don't mean shit don't to mean me. <laughs> and again, what pisses me off is that my job title is capital planning. <laughs> So if there's no planning, I can't do my job. Like I need some type. I need some structure, girl. I need some structure. <laughs> we need to be able to because I need to be able to prove that you did what you're supposed to do. <laughs> oh my I god! Can't do that because you didn't do no motherfucking planning. Oh man, I said I wasn't gonna paint my right hand, but here I am. You like it? It's fun. I'm a clown. It's gonna look well. My left hand looks terrible, even though my right hand is the dominant one. And my left hand looks a hot-ass mess well, right now. Well, that's what practice is for. This is why you had bought your own, so that you could be in here. Well, um, I need a, a UV light. They oh, yeah. sell them on the website. Oh, they did. did oh, yeah. I thought about it. I was going to get one. Maybe I'll use some of my Christmas They're $20. Money. Yeah, maybe I'll use some of my Christmas money. Oh, yeah, Amazon. Don't you have an Amazon credit card? Yeah, but I got money on a gift card from my mom for Christmas that oh, I need to get Oh, that's cute. So that helped pay for my new dining room chairs because the ones I bought broke so long ago and I just never replaced them. Where'd you get your dining room chairs? Hmm? Where'd you get your dining room chairs? Amazon, like I do everything. Oh, girl. Because it's cheap. And exactly why they broke. Because <laughs> they cheap. Why you buy You know what? I don't. I don't yep, I did here. another set. I know. Oh, I'm going to tell got you. Marcel stuff. has some, some bar stools that he wants to get rid of. I don't have anything high enough for a bar stool. Well, I kind of was going to replace these, but then I was like, I don't feel like moving them mm-hmm. i don't want to throw them away because that means i got to do work now you know we know how i feel about doing work child getting rid of that bookcase yesterday was just it is a so pain. much work it's so much it was a pain this i told my mama yesterday i was like i just want to get married i told my mother and my brother mm-hmm. that one of the reasons i want to get married is so i can have somebody else handy so i don't have to do this shit myself <laughs> <laughs> no you just want to sit over there in your house coat and direct <laughs> Just be like, yeah, no, no, no. Put it over there. Take this down. No, we need this fixed today. Can you do this for me? Thanks. <laughs> oh, I'll, baby, I'm not mowing that lawn. You see this? You see right. this hair? Uh-uh. <laughs> but I'll just make sure it's done right. Because mm-hmm. I love you. <laughs> You're my um, bestest. I love you. You're a mess. I, you know, I am. It's fine. I, I accept it. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I love me. I'm glad you own up to it. Hey, 
you know? <laughs> oh, man. I bring me. <laughs> did, uh, did you want to go into the uh, raw reaction for this week? Yeah. Okay. So I'm starting to question the the Topic usefulness. Oh. No, no, the usefulness of having the rant and rave at the beginning because it kind of throws a, a... It does throw us off because we kind of just... We just have a whole riff. rant and rave episode. Yeah, we riff. We can change oh, it. Oh, yeah. I guess we should... You know what it might be is that we need to incorporate the rant and rave topic into the, into the rant and rave. Oh, no, no. We need to include the raw reaction topic into the rant and rave so we can transition that makes smoothly. Sense. Yeah. But then that means we got to think about rants and raves to go with the goddamn topic. That means we have to pre-plan and that kind of defeats the purpose of the raw reaction or we just riff off of the rant and rave anyway <laughs> like we <laughs> that did the may last just two be weeks. better because i mean i feel like we did pretty good the last couple of weeks about it yeah like, i think i like the rant and rave at the beginning i do too and we still kind of i mean it comes up with a show it gives us something to talk about that way yeah also I, think, I mean we just you know but i guess it also goes into raw reaction if we do it right yeah we could come up with a raw reaction topic that goes along oh that's what we do we, I guess we just have to talk about our. What is? Did you burn yourself? Oh yeah, it got Jesus a little hot. Christ. No. <laughs> <laughs> we just get our topic, um, rant and rave. Just make sure that when you think of your rant and rave, you have your. That's how you get your topic. Mm-hmm. Or you know whatever. We'll figure it out. We're we, we, we're smart. We're working on it. We're good. The thing is, <laughs> look, the thing is, we don't get no feedback. Every time I talk to somebody, they'll be like, "Oh my god, I like it. I love your show." Y'all have good banter, and it's like, well, yeah, but tell, what specifically needs to be changed right, so we can us. reach out to further people? <laughs> Advertising okay. is really what we need. <laughs> help us, girl. Help us. Um, we need some type of feedback. Feedback. Well, I guess you know what it does. So, like appropriateness. So, we've been trying to talk about this for like weeks. Yes. <laughs> um, the appropriateness of what is appropriate for a child versus what is appropriate for an adult. And you know what's so funny about it? Because we, like you said, we've been trying to talk about it for weeks. Mm-hmm. But then uh, just this past week, uh, interaction between Cardi B because she was listening to WAP, but then Culture, her daughter, walked into the room and Cardi B turned off the music because she was like, no, 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 you can't listen to that. You can't listen to that. I feel like we've this conversation has come up before. Or is it just new because Cardi B had Culture in the room? This one is new, yeah, because just because she walked in or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, and so, you know, what was appropriate for kids and what's appropriate for adults or whatnot. And, like, people got mad at her because I was like, oh, you can put that song out for our kids to listen to, but you won't let your kid listen to the song. And I'm just like, bitch, she ain't your kid's parents. Um, <laughs> I don't see y'all condemning any of the male artists who talk about all that nasty shit. All the time. All the time. All the time. Did y'all talk about Puff Daddy when he was like, oh, this for the kids when Lizzo was twerking and then, but he, but he let um, Drea do it. Right. Y'all didn't say shit then. Fuck y'all. Let me, <laughs> don't be getting mad at Cardi B because she want to protect her dog. Like, she wants to protect her daughter's innocence, whatever you consider that now. Right. Now, but I don't know. I don't, there's a lot of inappropriate things for, or there are a lot of things that are inappropriate for kids, but I don't think it's such, it's, it's as bad as people make it seem to be. I think the appropriateness that you associate with, or no, I'm not, not you specifically, but the yeah. appropriateness for a child should be determined with conversation with that child. Mm-hmm. So, like, my dad and I had a had a conversation a couple months ago um, after watching, I think, like, a Latuda commercial where the little girl was saying that her mom was sad all the time 
mm-hmm. he was like, that's inappropriate to have. She's too young to have a conversation about, you know, what her mother's going through. And I was like, that's not true. I don't think so. You, I mean, sure, you want to you wanna protect the child from having to um, to deal with things that they may not be able to understand. But you also have to be able to to consider that maybe the child does understand. Right. You have to break, you have to be able, as a parent, be able to break down the situation in a way that the child will understand without yep. it causing more issues. And, that, and that's what I was about to say. As long as you're presenting it to the child in a way that they understand and not in like this super dramatic, like over dramatized type of way where it just adds, you know, no value to it, then yeah, you should be fine. Like I'm, I'm not a parent. I probably won't be one. So like, I mean, y'all raise y'all kids how y'all want to, but I feel like, and we've had this conversation too, but I feel like that a lot of people tend to think that everything is inappropriate for children to talk about. Like y'all just want to keep their innocence so much to the point where they just become sheltered and they don't know what's going on. And they're not prepared when they become adults. They don't. Yeah. And they don't know how to talk these things out. Like, you have to be honest. There was, I think, I can't remember what it was. I was watching something and it was a little daughter, little girl, and the parents were split up or whatever. And I think it was because one of them had like a mental health issue. They, they broke up or whatnot, Mm -hmm. but the child was having a conversation with the parent, like, Hey, how are you feeling today? You know, like, Mm -hmm. and she's like five or six years old, you know, is, is everything okay? And she wasn't asking in like a general sense of like, Hey, how are you today? You knew she was asking because she understood what I I, want to say it was her mom. Mm. Um, I'm sorry if I'm wrong, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, but I want to say if it's her mom, but she was just like, you know, how, how's your, I think she said, how's your brain today? Or how are you doing today? Or something like Mm -hmm. that. And it just like, in most cases, and I know definitely in black cases, you don't talk about that stuff. You know, we're not allowed to have like mental health issues. So like Mm -hmm. for a child to be open with her parents about trying to just make sure that she's feeling good and she's not having any, you know, breakdowns or anything like that. Right. It's like, I feel like that's very appropriate for kids to talk and understand. And it's healthy. Yeah. I think, you know, I feel like a lot of people have talked about this issue where, you know, they're like, had their parents talked to them about a lot of stuff, it probably would have kept them out of trouble. It would have, you know, it would have caused a lot less issue Mm -hmm. because they weren't trying to figure things out on their own where, um, you know, when, when you deprive somebody of information, they have to go searching for answers. Mm -hmm. So I think like me growing up, you know, my parents weren't perfect and we had a conversation about that, but there were a lot of conversations that my parents and I did have that prepared me for reactions in the world. Like I didn't become a heavy drinker Mm-hmm. Because my parents and I had had conversations about drinking as I was growing up. So it was never, I never really had that inclination where I, well, I need to go drink because it's so fancy, you know, it's right. different. Like it's just, it never, it was never a thing for me to need to drink because I didn't have that. Um, it wasn't deprived in my yeah. household. Like my, my parents were like, if you want to drink here, have a sip or whatever. Yeah. And it was an over conversation when it came to sex. My parents and I had conversations throughout my, you know, throughout my adolescence mm-hmm. about what sex was, how, re, you know, what the reaction is, like consent. All these conversations came up. So when I got into the world, 
I'm not surprised by shit that happens. Yeah. You know, the fact that sex happens, I'm not flabbergasted by it. Like there's an open and honest dialogue. So your children are more prepared. And I think that, you know, you have to know your child well enough to know what kind of language you should use. Yeah. Okay. If, you know, if you're having an episode, mommy's not feeling okay because um, something in her brain is telling her bad things. Right. Yep. And that's how you explain it to maybe a five-year-old. As they get older, as the vocabulary increases, then you have more in-depth conversations and you should be able to break down a situation. I think a lot of people don't really know how to explain a situation to a, um, they know how to break down a situation small mm-hmm. enough for other people to understand. And that's really why, oh, it's not appropriate for you because I don't know how to explain it. Um, right. I need somebody who's on the same level because that's easier. I don't have to break it down. Don't have I think. To, yeah. But the thing is, if you start when they're little, it just, it makes it easier to talk about it and be open about it as time comes because it's just, it becomes like a regular part of the day type of thing, um, like a regular conversation. So, yeah, like I think I've said this before. I've never really talked about sex with my parents at all, mm-hmm. but I, I realized that if I did have like more candid conversations throughout life when I was growing up and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that it would be easier for me to talk about just anything, I think. Um you know, well, th- in this one specifically, sex, it would just be easier for me to talk to them about it and kind of be expressive. And I also think it would be easier for me to kind of express that with other people as well, because, you know, I'd be used to it. I can talk to <laughs> if I could talk to sex or talk about sex to my mom. I'm pretty sure I could talk about sex to anybody at that point. So it's like you you start off small, little because your child is small and little and then it evolves from there. It becomes just second nature, I feel. You know what it is? I think a lot of people don't know how to separate their children. They don't know how to see their children as people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another thing is that, oh, you are my baby because I created you. I I need to protect you as much as possible. So if I don't tell you all the things in the world that are out there, I'm going to protect you. Right. That's protecting. But but yeah. reality, you're, 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 it's detrimental because you're missing out on so much when you don't tell your children things when you know um when uh people have like these stories of being adopted and not knowing or their parents not being who they were trauma caused by their parents because they kept secrets yep and the secrets end up hurting the child more in the future because they don't trust you they no longer want to be you know when the child loses trust in you, they no longer want to communicate with you. Yep. So you lose, if your fear was, I'm going to lose them if I tell them this secret. No, you lost them because you didn't tell them. Right. And you did not give them the opportunity to understand and to prepare themselves for the situation that they might be in because you deemed it, um, you told them that they weren't ready. They weren't ready for it. Yep. Now, there probably are situations where they might not be ready. But absolutely, but it's but you have to also give people the chance, and I think it becomes a learned behavior, and that's why people don't know how to communicate as adults. Yep. Is because as children, they were not taught to communicate. Yep. They were told to keep secrets in order to keep appearances up. Yep. And that's clearly, um, I mean, it's technically, I guess, generational. You know, just kind of those traits and behaviors can be passed on that way just by not being open and having those conversations. 
So, and I know it's very rampant in the black community because the black community is definitely all about trying to look like you have it all together all the time. And I'm just like, y'all, life is too fucked up, dude. Trying one, you're already stressed out because life ain't together all the time. But then you have to worry about stressing over making it seem like it is all right. And, you know, you're good. Just be honest and open and tell like tell people about your, your, your shit. Well, not everybody. Talk to somebody. Like okay. we said. I mean, but you should, <laughs> you should be able to have these conversations in your family because supposedly these are the people that you trust the most. Yeah. They're your family. They're supposed to be able to support you through anything that you go through because, you know, the quote, blood is thicker than water, although that's really not what that, um, that idiom is about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really about, it's the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the family or the water of the, uh, of, yeah, of some, it's something like that. But the blood of the covenant is really what um, the people you make your family are right. Strong have stronger bonds than the people you may be born into. Yeah, but I think it's I think a lot of times when people have communications issues is because their parents kept things from them. And they don't know how to trust. They don't know how to be open and honest because that's not what they've ever been taught. So when you have situations where, you know, well, it's not appropriate for a child to hear this conversation, they're probably still hearing it. Whether or not you yeah, they're finding it somewhere else. Um, it's not like, you know, we I've seen those memes where people are like, oh, you know, get out of here. It's grown folks business. Mm-hmm. And the child is at the door. Right. So you happens. telling them to leave <laughs> does not change the fact that the child is hearing what you're saying. Yep. You can almost never prevent them from hearing something um, if that is what you're trying to do. But, you know, you can't, you know, protect your children in situations that you can. But everything is not appropriate for you not to keep tell your children. Right. When I think when I think of protect your children, I think of like from actual bad people and bad things like these conversations need to be had. These are people you need to talk to. You know, these are these are things that need to be said so they can understand more about your life and then probably understand more about themselves as well, you know, and just life in general. Now, protect your kids from rapists and, you know, pedophiles and all that. Yes, please do so, because clearly, you know. But you also think about that, like, how do you do that? How do you tell your children about that? You have conversations with them. So the thing is, you know, when people feel like, well, I don't want to expose them to stuff, you have to at least expose them a little bit. Right. So that they are prepared when they're in a situation. Because when you deprive your children of every opportunity to learn and grow, when they're presented, they're going to take a chance on everything. Because it's like, well, I have an experience. I don't know what the situation is. So I'm just going to do whatever comes to me. But when you prepare them by having a conversation, you know, extending out your experience to them, they're going to be more likely to make better decisions in the future. Yep. They certainly are. Um, you know, you may, there are lots of situations as a child where you, where you take into account where, uh, you know, would you make a decision that your parents may have done the same thing, but it's kind of where well, you're just testing the waters because as a child, you, you really, you don't have that experience yeah, yet. You just don't know. So, so yeah. you may do something that you know was wrong only because it, it's the inclination is just, well, I want to try it. Right. Which, I mean, and that's fine, but at least you have some type of if you know, if you did have the conversation, at least you had some type of communication and understanding of how things may go in those situations, and, the, and hopefully the kid will keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, it's just. But the, you know, and then like the whole thing where pe- your children are rebellious, 
when they are deprived yep. of experiences. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yes, you want to you want to try to protect your children from the ills of the world. But if you do too much, they're going to go the opposite direction of what you want anyway. Because they're like, well, you don't want me to have this because, you know, you For don't think I'm smart reason. enough or you don't think that I'm whatever. And honestly, that's even another part. A lot of times when these kids are not, are be, or they're being reprimanded or whatever, whatever it is, you know, when they're trying, mm-hmm. they have two strict parents and they're kind of controlling and they try to shelter them a lot. The kids don't understand why you're doing that. Mm-hmm. So even if... And the kids don't know to ask why you're doing it. The kids just see it as... Because you don't give them... You know, you're not communicating that... you. It, I, it's wrong because I said so. Right. Okay. Just, well, if I do it in the future, because you said so, I don't know what that means. Right. It does, It means nothing. It just means, hey, you're being a bitch of a parent and I don't want to... I, I hate my parents because they never let me do anything. Like, oh, when you... Because other people get to do it. It's like, well... I don't understand why I can't do it mm-hmm. because you haven't explained to them mm-hmm. why they can't do it. Why this is it appropriate for the situation. I can't take you to such and such because I can't afford to. Right. I can't take you to Disney World. That's why your friend got to go when you didn't because I can't afford to. Right. Um, you may be embarrassed by it, but your child is going to love you because you were their parent. Right. They're not going to, they're not going to be disappointed in you. When you tell them the truth, yes, you may feel hurt. Oh, I can't do something. But when you explain to them why you can't do it and you get them, they're going to be like, okay, now I know Mm -hmm. that it's not that you don't love me. It's because the situation that we're in does not allow us to do that. Right. And they might not understand it to that extent. Oh, yeah. But at least you give them something, you know, just don't leave them hanging out there. Again, I don't have any kids, but. You know, but I, from from growing up and remembering what it was like to be a child, right, right. There are a lot of, like I said, the conversations that my parents and I had prepared me for a lot of things. So, like when my, you know, when we didn't have money for something, my parents would tell me, mm-hmm. "We can't do this because, I, you know, right now we don't have it." So when you know, if I got a birthday present that was bigger than what I what I expected, mm-hmm. it was it was a genuine happy surprise because it's like, okay. Yay. Yeah. You know, I didn't realize we, you know, yeah. You know, you found a way to get it to me and I'm like, I'm more appreciative because I understand why I could not get it. Yep. I, you know, I'm not disappointed. I'm not going to love you any less because you can't afford anything. Like every year, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. If you, if I have an understanding, we don't have the money. Okay. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I'm not expecting, you're not setting an expectation that is not going to come to fruition. Like you're not setting unreal expectations for me as a child. So I don't have those, you know, the disappointment of not getting a toy on Christmas is not as detrimental because it's like, okay, we can't afford it. Okay. Right. If you get anything as as, you know, when you're little and you get anything, when somebody tells you that you're not getting anything because we can't afford it and you get something, it means so much more. Yep. It does. But also you also set that um, expectation that lies because you (laughs) lied to me. We said we can't get nothing, but But then that's when communication comes back in there. Hey, you know, I know I said we didn't have, you know, the money, but But I found it at work a second job or it's like, you know, know. something when, but the thing is you have to communicate with your children. And I, and I don't like the idea that it's inappropriate for children. No, Uh, no, I think, you know, there's an argument that children dressing too, um, too grown 
What the hell's too grown? What is too grown? What is I don't I don't like dress codes in general. Even you know we talked about as adults, yeah, code. like it's stupid. But even in school, when other people telling you what's appropriate for you is like no, like uh, kids in kids in tropical climates wear bikinis out during the day because it's hot. Right. Like, bitch. I'm not going to force you to wear a full dress <laughs> when it's hot outside. Right. It's inappropriate. It's very inappropriate. <laughs> Uncomfortable, whatever negative word that you want to use because it's just, it's, it's dumb and it's like, we do it because we don't want to, dis- we don't want our kids distracting. I mean, and I'm like, bitch, well, teach your kids better because Could that's, it, uh- that's where the problem resides, not with, you know, whoever's wearing a skirt that's too short. Quote, I mean, unquote. You, really, you're going to see it regardless of what it's in. Right. Um, just because you saw a bra strap doesn't mean that I don't know that you have titties. That was such a stupid rule. There were no spaghetti straps. Bitch, wha- what? Why? <laughs> what? It's hot. The delay- I, I don't make the clothes, bitch. Why I just don't I- want you what you want me to do. I, that, I, that the spaghetti straps rule was dumb. The the skirts not being you know a half inch from your knee, or the skirts having to be a half inch from your knee, bullshit. The boys like, not being able to wear skirts. I'm like, well, we never had that problem. We were in the south, so. You know, like, but my thing is like, but well, why do you care? <laughs> it's distracting. It's not. Well, to whom? <laughs> the straights. That's good. You right. They can't handle nothing. <laughs> They can't handle anything outside of the box. Everything has to be normal. Oh yeah, or you know we quote, keep quote, normal. We keep seeing all these goddamn. Uh, it, you know, it's feminine to to want desserts and shit. Bitch, how the fuck do you survive life? Yeah, just say you don't like. Just say you don't like dessert and, and go about your life, girl, <laughs> or whoever it is. No, it's just like who in, who hurt you with food. <laughs> Somebody, I guess the last person they had dessert with cheated on them. That's what it was. So mm-hmm. now they're saying he's gay. Everything is gay. And it's like, again, but why are you so, like, why does that bother you? If I don't, okay, if he's with you, no, actually, that really don't mean nothing. <laughs> if he with you, that don't mean he gay. Um, but if he likes you legitimately, right. um, why do you care what he does? In his spare time, you know, the last the last man I had had too much sugar in his tank is because he had too many desserts. I don't like that. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, <laughs> you straights are not okay. Uh, never, and they never will be. And you know what? It's like okay, the gays are ruining society. But all, who's making all the laws and shit, bitch? Right. All we doing is minding our goddamn business. We don't want y'all dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. my god! Y'all the ones fucking up the the world. You can't blame that shit on us. Right. Y'all won't let us in. Talk about, you. it's an abomination. Okay. Um, I don't <laughs> see where, you know, being gay has, has, has caused Cost fire and brimstone right. to fall from the sky. <laughs> so, you know, it ain't that bad, baby. Nope. Again, we over here minding our business. Y'all the ones over here in our business you know, trying to make us. in peace, bitch. I mean, I, thank you for... for Thinking that we have that much power, we don't. We wish we did, but thanks Girl, for. Uh, it would be so amazing, huh? It would be so amazing if we could control <laughs> shit, bitch. Yeah, thank- you know how much better life would be if you bitches weren't in, in power. All right. Thank you for letting us live in your your mind rent free, because clearly all day every day we don't be thinking about y'all. <laughs> we don't. I know. I sure. Is. Well, I used to. Over the last year, after talking to you about a lot of things where I had mm-hmm. like problems with like straight people and certain people, I've decided. I've, been very well about not giving a fuck about those type of people. I told you. I'm a good friend sometimes. 
I think I just feed off your energy, girl. Yeah, you know, I try not to be giving no fucks because it's just like for what? Yeah, you know, some it's not it's not a constant thing. And I, oh, you know what that reminds me of is the the Got Mick um, conversation when she, or I'm sorry, when he was talking about. Um, I used to say they, yeah, because that's easier. Uh, well, because I'm trying to, because you know, they were talking about how in drag they call him he. Because he goes by he that pronouns, mm-hmm. but in drag they use he pronouns for them, and it's just like it gets confusing. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to whoever I won't say their name, uh, but I was talking to someone last night about that. I was like, I'm kind of weird about how to address them because everybody else in drag, and then just gays in general, we call each other girl and she and whatnot yeah. all the time. But I don't know how someone who is trans, uh, like trans as a drag like, queen, wants to be referred to, and it gets very complicated. And I think you know, gender pronouns. Oh, that's I guess that also leads into the conversation with the the appropriateness for children versus adults is the idea of transness. It's not appropriate for a child to know what they their gender is. Right? Why? Bunch of sex. Yeah. Um, you telling a, a, a little boy that he's gonna have girlfriends is putting sex, right? You know, You're already having these type of conversations, but just it's one but step apart of the overall to, umbrella. Yeah, and the conversation. What's appropriate for children? If you have the conversation, it becomes appropriate. Yep. Now I but, don't. Well, go ahead. No, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But I was like, I think a lot of people think that if you open up that conversation, then it allows them to. Or it will eventually, like, turn them into, okay. like, you know, yeah, or whatever. And it's just like, no. But then again, it's like, what is their problem with gay people? What do right. they do to What's you? What's so bad? What's so bad about it? Um, I think a lot of people don't, and I, it's not a problem now. I don't think because you know, being gay is more accepted, for lack of a better it's word, because really quote, open. yeah. Um, but gays I have always been here and will always be here because right. you know what, gay. So um, I think it's just that they don't want their kids to be subjected to what they've seen in the past regarding, you know, their sexuality. You have other straight, terrible, straight people because it's not the gays that are attacking us. Right. It's um, I think having that conversation when kids are younger allows them one empathy and, you know, knowledge about it, because even if your child doesn't seem to be a part of the rainbow (laughs) rainbow gang, um, (laughs) It still allows you to have a conversation to tell them, hey, these there are people uh, that exist in this world that might not um, might not feel the same way as you do in your body, you know, comfortable and all that good stuff. So you have to understand that or just be open to people who aren't as comfortable with themselves as you are, you know, and it just opens up a conversation to let the kid know, oh yeah, there are different people in the world. I understand that I'll be nice to them or I'll treat, well, just treat them like people. You know, if they're a shitty person, then yes, you know, still treat them as if they are a shitty person, but (laughs) you know, it just allows them to, it opens their mind to the, the concept instead of them being weirded out about it or being insecure about certain things, I guess. So, okay. So I get what you're saying. And I think it, it often baffles me, um, especially when black parents 
are teach their children bigotry of homosexuals mm-hmm. because you want to be treated equally by everybody. You want to be treated um, as a person based on, you know, without somebody judging you for your skin tone, but you judge somebody on their sexuality. It makes absolutely no sense. Right. Um, Cause it's a double standard that puts your children in danger because if they turn out to be something that you don't expect or something that is different from what you thought was normal, mm-hmm. you punish them for it. Yep. And that is inappropriate for a child. Things, if it really isn't going to cause any physical or mental harm, I think it's appropriate to talk to your children about. Yeah. Um, the idea of transness, that conversation, it is it is very confusing as adults. I think even as children, like when you go through like finding proper pronouns for everybody, I think it's confusing to everybody, even the children that, oh, I want to be called by this. But in what situation is it okay to call you this? If anything, use your name. Don't mm. use a pronoun. Use the actual noun right. of my name. It defeats um, the confusion. And it puts us in a place where, you know, we're all on the same page about things. Mm-hmm. The conversations around sex, when you come, because I had um, conversations when I was younger, I wasn't, you know, I still wanted to have sex, but I think it's also, well, my issues were because I was having, you know, I was gay, it was different. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, I wasn't prepared for that. So there are lots of things that I had to go explore because I didn't know how to talk about it back then. You know, my parents didn't know how to have those conversations so that's understandable. Right. The, thing, the conversation about drugs, my parents did a better job than like the D.A.R.E. program because they made a lot of people want to do drugs because it's like, oh, well, that's fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, look at that. Look, that's what that. Ooh, that's what that, it does. That experience okay. sounds like fun. Right. <laughs> um, but the conversation, you know, everything in my, all the things, I think one of the biggest reasons why I don't have an addictive personality is because throughout my life, my parents and I have had conversations about right and wrong about what is appropriate in Mm -hmm. what situations and what will keep me safe. And it was most of the time it was not, you can't do this because I said, so it was, you can't do this because this is what my fears are from. I don't want you to do this because I don't want you to get hurt. Yeah. I don't want you to burn yourself on the stove because I don't want you to get hurt. Mm -hmm. Those, when you talk about those things and you make it, it, it's appropriate to have conversations with your children at the level that they are, that they can comprehend. So if you don't, if you're not a subject matter expert in something that they're asking you about, go find somebody else who can explain it to your child better than you can. Yep. Do not deny your child. Yeah. Do not deny your child access to the information. If you don't have it, then find somebody else who does Yep. because you creating that negative connotation to whatever they're asking about creates more issues in the future, right? Creates harm in the future. And that's when things become inappropriate. Yep. Um, yeah. Go Communicate with your kids. Yeah. I do feel like, yeah. Never and, mind. you know, like, like we go back to that thing with the appropriateness of what children wear. Your child, regardless of what they wear, is not inviting somebody to touch them. Ever. Until the words come out, hey, come touch me. That's the only, that's the only time somebody's being invited in order to touch mm-hmm. anybody. So the fact that your son 
or your daughter or whoever can't control themselves around somebody because they're wearing a spaghetti strap out of all things. We, could, you know, we talked, we <laughs> like, talked about the just... fact that, um, you know, growing up in, in church, people have talked to or girls, especially because they developed, mm. start, you know, church people start calling them fast or inappropriate. Right. It's like, it's you like, can't control your body growth. This is biology, bitch. Like this is <laughs> I'm just literally because, just hitting puberty. Just because, you know, some of the biggest hoes didn't have no titties. Some of the biggest hoes ain't had no ass. Mm-hmm. You know, them 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 band nerds, nasty. Every single one of them. Nasty. I, I, I mean, I wasn't that. a part of it, but I saw some stuff. But you know, you hear about oh, it's it's the the cheerleaders and shit. Yeah, yeah, they're getting into sex too. But the band geeks, nasty. Mm-hmm. The and the chorus geeks, pro- na- all the of what? them children's was nasty. Which one? Sorry, I the missed. chorus geeks. Oh yeah. <laughs> Every all of them kids is having sex, regardless of where they are, what they're doing. A lot of them are having sex, but you know, a conversation about when you are informed, you make safer choices. Yep. When you were told, you know, sex could result in a baby, you may or may not be. Most children, when you are, when you tell them the truth, will not go and have sex. Right. When you know but, the thing, you don't want. You can prevent trying to do it. Right. But also, you talking about like having sex might, you know, end up getting you pregnant or whatnot. I feel like a lot of parents, when they do talk about sex, that's the only thing they talk about when they talk about sex with their kids. Cause they're just like, we don't want to want you to get pregnant and have to take care of a kid at this, at this point. And then that's about it. Like, yeah, but some parents so, won't even get to that point. It's like scare tactics. I feel and I'm like, yeah, that, that might actually make things work <laughs> or worse. worse. Yeah. I can understand that, <laughs> but I think it's, but even ha- but a lot of parents won't even have that conversation. Mm-hmm. They won't even say, "Oh, you." They'll say, "Well, you can't have sex. Why not? What is so scary about sex?" And they won't have that conversation. And mm-hmm. that's the problem: mm-hmm. is that you're not allowing your child to have to be well informed to equip themselves right. with the ability to to prevent things like that from happening. If you feel like pregnancy is a bad thing, um. Explain to your child why it's a bad thing, how it could be detrimental. Mm-hmm. All of those things, when you tell them how and why it's appropriate, they're more willing and likely to think about it. Right. When you know what you you know the consequences, you're not going to participate. Right. If I knew I could get pregnant, but you know, I, don't I would know, have. But some, but some of these kids back then, they probably would be like, "Oh, I want a baby right now. Let's go." Yeah, but then you also have to explain to them why you don't need a baby. <laughs> like, girl, you ain't got no job. Babies are a lot of fucking work. <laughs> you, but like, how much money are you making? Okay, here, here, we're gonna lay it out for you. This is how much your um, your hospital bill gonna be, and then this is how much you are gonna pay in the first week. Because you know, you gotta buy diapers, you gotta buy formula, you gotta buy clothes, like. Mm-hmm. Paint the full picture. Just don't say, hey, I don't want you pregnant. Okay, let's go deeper into that and tell me why you don't want me pregnant. Because if you're just going to say, hey, you don't want me to have a baby and I feel like having a baby is a good idea because I want one, I'm just going to go do it. Because kids don't think about the full picture. They just think about, you know, what's presented to them in the easiest way. And then they go from there. You have to like force the the dialogue and force the communication. So. Yeah, but when you again, when you explain what the situation is, you know, safe sex does this. When you inform them, when you keep things, you know, a lot of the the, the Christian kids mm-hmm. who were having anal sex because they were told vaginal sex makes you 
dirty. Yeah. They ain't say nothing about anal sex. <laughs> so a lot of them girls is having all types of giving head and but shit. But like, I'm still a virgin because I never had anything in my... You know. And the thing is, like, virginity is stupid. It is. The, the idea of virginity is a patriarchal concept to keep women the yeah. idea of sexuality away from a woman. Yeah, because they want to. They want to be pure. You know, they these people because it back only in the day, applies to men. Yeah, because the men wanted to marry women who were pure and chaste. They wanted clean to be the only and, one, and yeah, the only yeah. reason that is because they wanted to be the only ones to sully them. And it's just, uh, I'm so. Uh, I mean, obviously, if I grew up back then, I'd probably feel the same way. But I'm glad that I didn't because, like. We know better now. We yeah. have better, you know, we have a better understanding of the way the world works. It's not as trash now. Well, we no, try not. It's you know, trash in different ways. Trash <laughs> it's trash. And, <laughs> we were tra- we were more like back in the day. We were more overall trash, but now today it's like deep. Like the trash is very intricate. Like it's <laughs> like. <laughs> what are you saying? Honey? Like like you know, men in general back in the day was trash. But now it's not just men in general. It's like men, specific types of men who we have to kind of get to know and and fill out their beliefs before we before we realize they're trash. So like football players, you know, uh, they seem good. You know, they give back to their community. You know, they donate money and all that good stuff. But then you figure out down the road because you follow them and stuff that they're they don't support Black Lives Matter or something like that. Then it's just like, oh. Well, you're a terrible person. So you're just terrible, not because you're a man, but because you, you know, specifically don't. I feel like support that. I feel like that's that that's also goes into the conversation. What conversations were you having when these people were? What conversations were they exposed to as children? Mm. Were they taught to value their blackness? Were they taught to? Um were they taught to understand the history of white supremacy? I don't think so. This, this no. man is terrible too, to be honest. He's just so he like, he, Oh child. Who is, who, he, who, who, his who? name is Russell Okung. I have no idea. He's a, uh, he's, he plays for the Panthers actually, I think. He sounds or Nigerian. Either way. Oh, you know what? That might be why. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's definitely a Trumper and all that good stuff. And then like you you think you a know lot, but you know a lot of immigrant um people are. Yeah. But because yeah. they have uh they want to be seen as the model. Yeah. I got away from this because Well, I'm not like the rest of them. I'm not bad because I try to be a member of society, mm-hmm. which is like that mentality is stupid. Conservatism is stupid. Well, and they always um, a lot of people who move here are built into that capitalistic view of um, the American dream. So when they think of the American dream, they come over here to make money. To but it's also be, it's also inherent racism. Yeah, because they're taught. Oh, I'm not like black. I'm not like the American black people. I I work hard, mm-hmm. but it's like so. I don't understand why you think that the blacks here don't work hard. We've had to, we've had to go through a lot more shit than you ever have in this country. So, you know, don't be disrespectful to us. That was Wendy from Potomac's whole issue. I feel like she kind of suffers from that a little bit because, you know, her family Mm -hmm. immigrated. She's Nigerian. Yeah. And so she wants to prove that she's, 
one, that she's better than, you know, where she came from in Nigeria. And then also that she's better than the black people who are native to this country, because I guess. Because there's a negative, there's a negative view of black people in this country. Yeah. Where, you know, we're not smart. We're not, we don't work hard. And it's a, it's a narrative that have been, has been used repeatedly to destroy our communities. Mm Mm-hmm. That type of shit is what is inappropriate for a child to hear. It is inappropriate to be told that you are worthless because of your skin tone. Mm-hmm. It is inappropriate for a child to have to go through any of that shit. But we have we've had to suffer through that. Y'all don't want to talk about that shit. Y'all don't want to raise your children to be better at that. You want to talk about oh well, you can't be fast. You can't be having sex out here, right? Because of image, you know, because of trying to fit into a white society. Fuck that shit. What you wear, the way that you wear your hair, the way that you dress is appropriate for you because that's just what you chose. Other people making comments about you, other people being uncomfortable about the way that you dress and the way that you speak is their problem. Yep. If it is not inherently used to hurt somebody else or to sub, um, oppress anybody else the things that you say should not be policed by anybody else. it shouldn't because honestly at that point you're just existing you're just here like you're just money your goddamn business at that point you know mm-hmm. <sighs> mm, that was a that was a very deep conversation that i was not expecting to have <laughs> hopefully we stayed on topic a little bit I yeah, we did okay i think cool. we did uh, the thing is we did i think it's just <laughs> i didn't know <laughs> i don't think that i thought that i had that many ideas to go like you know the the whole point of our show is that the the conversation is unplanned Mm -hmm. and the things that come up are natural and inherent to a conversation that's the whole point of a raw reaction and although we had previously discussed this topic as being the topic we didn't have points brought to this conversation we come up with it on the fly and i think we never the thing, the conversation that we actually had, I think, was actually a really good conversation. It was. I think we touched on a lot of things that I hadn't thought about. You made a lot of good points today that I was not thinking about, and I appreciate it. Yeah, High five. I did things. I do. I um. You participated in a way that was appropriate for the conversation. Which I love. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't mess up this week. Okay, no. Um. No, when I think about kids and stuff, like, again, I don't know if I, if I ever have a kid, I'll probably be 60 years old at a point, but, um, like I think about like my nephew and then my, well, my niece, uh, she'll be fine. I think about my nephew a lot because uh, he's very, he's a little, he has, he's very emotional. He has a lot of feelings, feelings and stuff when it comes to interacting with, you know, his, his, his mom and like. I'm just like, this child is going to grow up and have some issues if they continue this type of interaction towards What's each wrong? other. Huh? What you mean? Well, it's just... Uh, it's it's something probably, you talk about. Yeah, I was about to say, okay. it's probably something we talk about off offline, but okay. it's just like, I, I think about him whenever I think about just like What's conversations and stuff and like talking about life and all that good stuff uh, with kids, you know, and being honest and upfront and all that good stuff. So, so yeah, I just... I always want to, you know, you want to do better for your kids, but there are a lot of generational um, people who continue these tropes and whatnot that continues on the line of bigotry and all that good stuff. I think this is a conversation that would be good to have a follow-up one Mm -hmm. because there's a lot, you know, you mentioned your nephew and I was thinking about the conversation um, 
or maybe this would be an offline topic just to put up, you know, we don't put our family business out there. <laughs> mm. um, conversations that my mother and I were having about the way that my sister was raising her girls, what mm. she deemed appropriate versus what my mother deemed appropriate. Mm-hmm. It's like, but you know, you're not their mother. You right. are their grandmother. Although you have an opinion and you have somewhat of authority because you were their mother's mother, you cannot, you cannot be offended by what your daughter is doing to raise her children. Mm-hmm. If it is not hurting her children, you can't, there's nothing that you can do. If you don't agree with it, you keep that to your, you can voice your opinion, yeah. but you can't do anything about it. Um, I mean, technically, I guess that's kind of what today's show was like, Hey, we're just telling y'all how, how you should be handling things. Take it or leave it. <laughs> well, not even how you should be, but like, you know, our or thoughts on I, the to idea. Be better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess maybe not to be better. Maybe y'all think y'all's way is better. Who knows? Anyway, yes. Thoughts and ideas. I, I, it's just a conversation about like how we feel about what is appropriate for children. Yeah. Going back into our into our um, development as people, the conversations that we did and did not have with our parents, how they affected us. And do we see, were they right in it being appropriate for us as children? Some yes, some no. Mm-hmm. Like I said, for me, a lot of the conversations that my parents and I had, other people probably wouldn't have deemed appropriate to have with a child of my age. But my parents thought it was appropriate because they knew who I was. They knew what I could handle as a person. The mentality that I had, they could have these conversations. And when they did not, it was, you know, my parents often had that conversation what you did was wrong. This is why it was wrong. This is why you're being punished. Right. There is a clear through line mm-hmm. of everything that occurred. And um, when you get that, you're able to do better in the future. You can, you have a whole through line. Yeah. I did this. This is why it's inappropriate. These are the consequences. This is how I can improve in the future. If you don't have those, the, the full conversation, yep. you're missing out. And then the child goes and does things to figure out what those missing pieces are. Yep. Definitely are. I mean, th- that definitely is true. You know, that's what they, uh, kids will find out anything. And like we were saying, um, <laughs> last week, the internet just makes everything so much easier, even though we were talking about porn at that point. But <laughs> the internet is just out there and the kids are connected. But easily you, to the to that you, again like the same thing even adults they get the same shit from a, from you know they look at porn and think that shit is appropriate and those people need to have the same conversations with their partners mm-hmm. <laughs> what you saw in porn is not what my body does right <laughs> so like that's some fantasy do, shit okay <laughs> yeah in real and, life but again that goes back to did they have conversations like that with their parents what yeah. is appropriate what is the the actual appropriate is what is not going to get you and somebody else hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about sex with your children, it doesn't is, it kill doesn't their hurt innocence. them. That's what I think. Everybody thinks when they talk because they want to keep their kids so s- small and innocent and protected they don't have, at all they don't times. Have to let they their don't. kids grow up, right? Yeah, and it's just like you got to let go at some point. You know, mm-hmm. you have to you have to start having these types of conversations because. They're going to grow up with some issues. Case in point, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know like you, I think it's a thing where you have to let your kids grow up and you have to start saying, yes, they're your child. But at the same time, they are also a person. Yep. And you have to know that they are they are separate from you. They are not a copy of you. 
they are not going to follow the same path that you did because things are different. Mm -hmm. Other people in the world, life has moved on from the point that you grew up. Things are very different. So you have to understand that what you want to protect them from may not be the same things that you think are out in the world. Right. So when you talk to your children, you have, you know, you have to try to understand that things are different than what the way that you grew up. It may, if you feel like it's inappropriate, then have that, but you need to have a conversation. Yeah. If you don't feel like they're going to be able to grasp everything that you're saying, totally understandable. That's perfectly fine. Your kid will look at you and probably be like, okay, and go. So, it, it, like, the conversation won't even be that hard because you're you're probably going to be more nervous about it than them because mm-hmm. kids, they're, they're just kids. They're just like, okay, you know. I'm, you know what's funny is, like, I will, um, you know, parents will have the, they'll try to have the, the sex talk with their children. Mm-hmm. And the child is like, yeah, I already learned about this. I know. Right. <laughs> you over here stressing like, about a conversation right. that I've already, you know, you waited too long. Yeah, and now I'm good. <laughs> That's kind of how mine. Happened. And I just wanted to protect you from the work. Why, girl? What? <clears throat> my dad found a condom on my headboard, and or my mom, maybe my mom found it. I don't know. Anyway, a condom was found on my headboard, and at the point, my dad was like, "Hey, we found something. You know, just want to make sure you everything's okay." And I'm just like, "Yeah, <laughs> everything's fine." <laughs> Not knowing, you know, I've already had sex like multiple times with my girlfriend at the time so it was just like you i'm here girl <laughs> we in there you know you're trying to protect me from my innocence girl i didn't so i never really had a, a birds and bees talk with my dad or my parents in general which is weird but you know hey had they would you think things would be different had you had those conversations back then would you have wanted to have had sex when you did no, I honestly regret even having sex with that person. Mm-hmm. See, <laughs> so yeah, if I, if, yeah, if I, if we would have talked about it and whatnot, I probably wouldn't have because I don't know. I just you would have the wherewithal to be like, yeah, this not this. I don't need to have sex with you just so because terrible. you're here. This is the worst experience ever. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> High school sex is generally trash. It's so bad. And then, of course, at the time, she already had a kid. So I thought, you know, maybe because she knew how what to do and all that good stuff. Did you know, she know what to do? It was terrible. It mm. was so bad. I mean, I've I've had sex with a good amount of girls, and that was probably the worst. But it was probably just because it was my first time. So. Also, high school sex is generally trash because y'all don't yeah. know what the fuck y'all do. Even if you have right. kids, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> so it's nothing against you if you listen. I don't know. She be she be she be hawking sometimes. Uh, she would be requesting me on Facebook. I've like not approved it for so long, but then I just like allowed. Her? Huh? Why you don't like her? I don't. I don't. Don't like her. It's just like she got a little bit too Jesusy on me at one point. Oh, like, them girls. But now she's not that Jesusy anymore. So maybe it was just I was assuming that she was Jesusy in the first part. Any, any. So, so again, these are these conversations that we be having, that you just be judging bitches because you don't want to take the time to like sit and right, talk. Right. And I was just like, why? Because at that point, I was just like, why do you want to be a part of my life? right now what's going on again because you don't want to have a conversation <laughs> oh my God. is it a, 
Jesus Christ. Yeah, and now, you know what? We just talked about the fact that people need to be open and honest about having conversations. And you don't know. You don't. I pick the people who I want to be open no, with that's and have stupid. a conversation. That, that defeats the purpose of having open and honest conversations. If you were not, <laughs> if you were asking people, why do you want to be in my life? That, that in my head, makes me assume that you need to have a conversation. That's okay. I don't, I don't, I don't want to. You, you know well, what? I'm yeah, tired. Yeah, we'll, we'll let that one go. Nope, I'm tired of you. <laughs> You're getting on my goddamn nerves. I'm All right. You. Do you feel like that uh, wraps up our raw reaction for the week? I think so, for for now at least. I think we... Ooh, this is a long episode, girl. I know. Yeah. That's why I was like, we've talked about a lot, and we still have not... I think there's still more that we Oh, yeah, for sure. About. I think um, I think I want to ask Simone. Oh, I love her. I want to come back. <laughs> I miss her. Uh, yeah, I'll ask her. Um, I definitely want to. I definitely want to have her opinion on this. Mm. I think it would be. Uh, I think it would be a good conversation, especially knowing what at, it, with her profession and her understanding. Mm-hmm. This would also be. A, I think this would be a good roundtable conversation with Ashley too. I don't know Ashley. Yes, you do. I don't know. I can't think. Ashley. Oh. <laughs> oh my, God. my own people. I'm sorry. Okay. I hope you know what? Take that out of the show. Take I that will. Out. Take that out of the show. I am. Oh God. I just whenever Ashley is such a generic name. How many have we had on the show? None, but I was that's why I was confused. One. I'm like that, one. I mean one, but that's why I was confused because I was like who? <laughs> what do you call her? I call her Ashley. Yeah. So why like, would you not? Cl- <laughs> I hate you so much. I know that's how terrible. How I'm many terrible. people do we know together named Ashley? I d- it didn't. It didn't click. I didn't. I didn't think. Oh, maybe you should leave the show and send it to her. You should cut this portion out and send it to her. No. <laughs> I am not. Okay, I think that wraps up another episode of Raw Reactions. A or another section of Raw Reactions. We did um, rants and raves at the beginning. We may move that again to the end. <laughs> it kind of it makes the show even longer because we start just talking. Mm-mm. Well, it huh. doesn't. It, it, it evens out. We just moved it. Okay. Well, <laughs> sure. Because usually, no, the last couple of episodes have been relatively short. This is the first episode in a while that we've hit now. Because we actually had a topic on uh, top that of sense. that. Yeah, that that's why. Yeah, because the last two times we were just. We just had yeah. rants and raves and just kept talking about rants and raves. Yeah. <laughs> this time we talked about rants and raves and also moved on to a topic. Yeah. So you're right. I um, mean, if we get see. any feedback, we know, but these bitches don't tell us. Nothing. Hey, it's this is for us. We are having fun <laughs> recording this for us. Question for whoever is listening out there: Question. If you're still listening to the show, mm-hmm. who the fuck is out here listening to? Um, Hold on. Who was it? Oh, it changed. Never mind. There was an artist that was just weird on Spotify that one of our follow one of our listeners or all of our listeners are listening to. And I was just like, who in the hell out here is listening to this person? But now I can't remember who it was. You were funny. Apparently we got some good uh 
Latino followers because there's two Latino groups. I need to get rid of you. I'm so fucking over you. I'm just, Jesus I'm just, Christ. I'm just, this is here. Go away. Here. Go just away. Here. Go away. <laughs> all right. Anywho, um, if y'all want to follow the show on all of our socials, um, we are Mixed Reactions Podcast on Instagram, MIXD underscore reactions on Twitter. Uh, send us an email with show topics. You, if you want to be a guest, send us some nudes. We like dick and ass pics, please. Titties too. Titties too, girl, because I got a good set of my own. And, mm. Anywho, sorry. Uh, you can email us at the mixed reactions at gmail.com. You can find Christian on Instagram at karaokeboy24 and me anywhere at Darnell's Journey. Even at one R, one N, two L's. <laughs> one R, one N, two L's. Not Donnell. Darnell. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for listening, y'all. Tell your friends. Hide your kids, hide your wife, but tell them. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, invite your wife, invite your kids, <laughs> invite Cause, everybody. Because we telling everybody about mixed reactions right now. <laughs> uh-huh, we need to. <laughs> All right. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>